Today, we have a massive special for you today. The Durham Investigation. Human Events Daily is going all the way down the rabbit hole to explain exactly what's going on. The team worked so hard overnight on this. Producer Shaw, Producer Mike did everything to pull out the stops. You can't wait to hear this. But first... Got to tell you what's going on. Turning Point USA, we've got the Young Women's Leadership Summit, June 2nd to 4th, Dallas, Texas, tvusa.com, YWLS, promo code POSO. Who is speaking? Everyone is speaking. Alex Clark, you got Candace Owens, Governor Christy Nome, Kaylee McEnany, Charlie Kirk and Erica Kirk, Laura Trump, Governor Sarah Palin, Dana Lash, Ali Stuckey, Congresswoman Kat Kamek, and Lila Rose. Get your tickets now, tpusa.com slash YWLS. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's special edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is April 27th, 2022, Anna Domine. Welcome to Human Events Special, the Durham Investigation. We're breaking this down into four segments, the same way we usually do. Segment one, crossfire hurricane and the indictment and sentencing of FBI lawyer Kevin Kleinsmith. Next, the Steele dossier and Fusion GPS and the indictment of the Steele dossier source, Igor Denchenko. Third, Alpha Bank, Rodney Jaffe, Zetalytics, Georgia Tech. What was the Alpha Bank scandal and how is it tied to so many of these individuals? And finally, we are going to break down Perkins Coy and Michael Sussman, the current indictment. We're taking you all the way back into the past and bringing you all the way back to the future. All of this and more head, Human Events Daily. manipulating Donald. Putin is a trained intelligence officer from the old KGB. He knows he can use flattery to get into Donald's head to make Donald the Kremlin's puppet. And it seems to be working. Donald has signaled to Putin that he will let Russia do whatever it wants from Ukraine to Syria and beyond. So ask yourself, why would Putin be trying to get Donald Trump elected president. Could it be because of all the nice things Donald has said about him or the fact that he has promised to adopt pro-Kremlin policies or maybe because of the extensive business dealings with Russian oligarchs with ties to Putin? We are dealing with something unprecedented in the history of our country, a foreign adversary trying to influence our presidential election. So we all remember how it began. Out of nowhere, in fall of 2016, suddenly people started saying that Donald J. Trump, an American businessman, someone who had been in the public eye for decades, was all of a sudden an agent of the foreign state of Russia, the Russian Federation. Where did this come from? How did we even get to this point. At first, we thought it was just the normal political rhetoric that comes out from a desperate candidate in a desperate campaign. We know how that campaign ended. But we later found that those claims and those elements were part of a wide-reaching operation that spanned both the intelligence community and the mainstream corporate regime media. Regime media was working hand in glove with the regime in order, number one, to launch an investigation 
of a candidate for president of the United States to use elements of the regime of the national security state to surveil and implant spies. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Spies inside that campaign. Talking to these people, trying to find out what's going on, digging up the dirt, then passing it to their allies in the regime media who then laundered it for political attacks. After the inauguration, this continued. So let's go back to the very beginning. Operation Crossfire Hurricane. This is what Durham is doing, by the way. Durham is looking into every single one of these pots. He's looking into the four pots, the four buckets, if you will, of corruption. The four buckets of corruption. So we've got bucket one, bucket two, bucket three, bucket four, bucket one, the Crossfire Hurricane investigation. And this, by the way, is from the DOJ's own reporting. On July 31st, 2016, the FBI opened a Foreign Agent Registration Act investigation known as Crossfire Hurricane into whether individuals associated with the Donald J. Trump for President campaign were coordinating activities with the Russian government. By August 16th, 2016, so just a couple months later, the FBI had opened cases under the Crossfire Hurricane umbrella on four individuals, including an individual identified in this case. Okay, we now later know that that was General Michael Flynn. A lawyer, Kevin Kleinsmith, was assigned to provide support to FBI personnel working on this. They admit that he prepared applications for the FBI and the DOJ's National Security Division to conduct surveillance under the FISA court. During the investigation, there were a total, excuse me, this is Carter Page. During the investigation, there were a total of four court-appointed FISA applications targeting Carter Page. Each of the FISA applications alleged that there was probable cause. We later found out that he had lied. He had lied by changing the evidence, tampering the evidence in a filing to the secret FISA court. Because when they asked him if Carter Page had ever been a source for the CIA, he said no. But actually, the CIA had said yes. Carter Page had in the past been a source for the CIA, and that's why he was traveling to Russia. Kevin Kleinsmith falsified the records, tampered with those documents in order to extend surveillance on Carter Page because it wasn't about Carter Page. It was about going after the campaign and going after Donald Trump. I want to take a minute to talk about the fragile state of the U.S. dollar and what it means for you. We are in a tough year, and it's getting tougher. Biden's printing and spending could be catastrophic for the U.S. dollar and the market. Now, we real patriots know that Bidenflation is the real pandemic, and it's getting worse. That's why I recommend that you diversify with gold and silver now. The only company I recommend is Allegiance Gold. My friends at Allegiance Gold can help you protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold or silver or have it delivered straightly, securely, right to your door. They will educate you on the benefits of physical gold because they care and want to build a long-term relationship. Allegiance Gold has the highest rating from a third-party consumer protection agencies, five stars with TrustLink, and they are AAA rated with the Business Consumer Alliance and have an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. Get $500 of free silver on a qualifying purchase when you tell them I sent you. So don't wait. Call or click today. Go to AllegianceGold.com slash POSO. We can't control the Biden administration, but we can prepare. AllegianceGold.com slash POSO.
chairman gave a Russian intelligence officer the Trump campaign's internal strategy and polling data. That Russian intelligence officer then gave it to his bosses in the Russian intelligence agencies. And that presumably must have been very helpful to the Russian intelligence agencies in their concerted contemporaneous efforts to target their attacks on our election to the maximum benefit of candidate Donald Trump. Russian intelligence attacked us in 2016 to help the Trump campaign win that election. We now know the Trump campaign secretly gave their own data to Russian intelligence in the middle of that attack, which again, presumably helped what the Russians were doing. So we now know that this entire scandal was called Spygate, the spying of a candidate for president. But it wasn't just the spying, because remember, the people behind this were trying to defeat him in the election for 2016. It was all about the 2016 election when it started. So when this thing kicked off, it wasn't enough for them to be able to just get the investigation going. No, no, no. They had to get it to the media. So in order to collect this information, there was a two-pronged approach. The campaign reached out to a law firm. The law firm was called Perkins Coy. They retained this firm. The lawyers at this firm, Mark Elias and Michael Sussman. You've heard those names a lot. Perkins Coy, in turn, goes and employs a group, an investigative group called Fusion GPS, run by the corrupt Glenn Simpson. Glenn Simpson turns around, right? You following still? It's a complete shell game. Glenn Simpson turns around and hires Orbis Investigations. Orbis is located in the UK, in London, and he brings on this guy named Christopher Steele. And Christopher Steele, in turn, turns around and goes to a bunch of people that he knows, he knows from his time at MI6. And those people included Igor Danchenko. Igor Danchenko, who was working for the Brookings Institute, the same Brookings Institute that had Fiona Hill, right? But we're not going to go down all the line on this. But Igor Danchenko becomes the source for this dossier. This thing is completely dirty. The sources were made up in many cases. There's Russian disinfo pouring throughout this entire thing. That dossier gets sent to two places. It first gets sent to the media. It then, at the same time, gets sent to the national security state in order to get this investigation going. Why? Because Clinton wanted this investigation out there, number one, but also wanted to get the fact that it was happening in the media and on the headlines. Remember, she's under investigation at this point for her email server and having classified information on there that she was then leaking all over the place from her personal house. She wanted an investigation on Trump and she wanted the headline out there. Danchenko goes and gets asked about this. He lies. So listen to this. Special counsel Durham's office announced that a federal grand jury returned an indictment in the U.S. District Court of the Eastern District of Virginia, charging Igor Danchenko, a Russian citizen residing in Virginia, with five counts of making false statements to the FBI. The charges in the indictment stem from statements 
by Danchenko relating to sources that he used in providing to a U.K. investigative firm, remember that's Orbis, that's Christopher Steele, that prepared what are identified in the indictment as company reports. The company reports, that's known as the Steele dossier. The Steele dossier, which of course was completely fake and they were mixing information that was already publicly known with stuff that was completely false, places they would find in like 4chan and like all sorts of just junk rumors that they were all compiling together with false information about individuals like Sergey Milian and just completely, you know, completely raunchy stories. But it was enough to pique the interest and the confirmation bias of the people in the media and the national security state. These people like James Clapper, by the way, who goes around once desperately to maintain his position as the head of the entire national security state. So he works with John Brennan and they run around. They run around the government with this dossier. They're handing it to everybody. They're handing it to McCain. McCain gets a copy of it, right? They're handing it to people that don't like Trump in uh, the Republican Party. They're handing it to people in the Democrat Party. They're doing everything they can to get the story out there. They're going to individual after individual in the media. Michael Isakoff over at Yahoo News is one of the first people to bite into this poisoned apple, and he starts writing it up. Other people, Mother Jones, start writing it up. But it doesn't get much of anywhere, and we'll talk about this in a minute, until CNN finally bites in January of 2017, after the presidential election, but before the inauguration. That's where CNN gets involved. But you have to understand that it's Fusion GPS, Christopher Steele, and Igor Danchenko. These are the people that Durham is digging into incredibly. And he's pulling out email after email from the media directly with Fusion GPS because he's already got the indictment on Danchenko. That's laid out. And if he can find other instances of false statements or provable crimes, he's going to go for them because that's exactly what Durham is doing. What we learned during the campaign was that very serious computer science experts, people who work closely uh, with the United States government, had uncovered this secret hotline between uh, the Alpha Bank, the, the Russian bank, and the Trump organization. Now, of course, we didn't know for sure if, in fact, that were the case, but we knew that it should be investigated. And we knew that given how serious these computer scientists were, they weren't just making up crackpot theories. So it wasn't surprising to learn that even as of last week, the FBI is still looking into this. And do you have any idea what they're, what they're looking for? I don't. Uh, of course, I don't have a line into the FBI on this, but what I know based on public reporting is that there is very unusual server activity between this Russian bank and the Trump organization, which suggests contact that took place over the course of the campaign. Getting answers to what the nature of that contact was and why they were going to lengths to hide it, to encrypt it, is really important, and the American people deserve answers. And that was Jake Sullivan peddling what's come to be known as the Alpha Bank hoax. Jake Sullivan, what's he doing now? Oh, right. He's the White House National Security Advisor under President Biden. You wonder why America's national security is falling apart in every single one of the sectors we're looking at, whether it be the border, whether it be Afghanistan, whether it be Ukraine, any of these national security disasters. It's because you got people like Jake Sullivan who have no idea what they're doing and have the mental acuity of some kind of, you know, field mouse um, actually running this thing. He's a guy that was pushing this. But what was the Alpha Bank hoax? What was this indictment? Why is it that Durham is looking so deeply into this? 
Well, we saw this piece out of the Washington Post. And actually, story-wise, this one didn't go very far because they're trying multiple things. And Sussman and Perkins Coy, they're involved in all of them. Fusion is involved in all of them. The Alpha Bank hoax, and this was first reported in the Washington Post, was that a server somewhere deep in the heart of Russia was communicating secretly with another server at the Trump administration. In fact, excuse me, the Trump organization, the Trump Tower itself. My goodness, the Kremlin and Trump Tower. It's so visual, right? You know, it makes you feel like you're in a spy novel. Right. You go look at Isakoff's books and some of the other books about this. They all look like there's some like Tom Clancy novel, you know, and if you're from that generation, you know, it might speak directly to you. But here's the thing. It was completely fake. A team of left wing plagiarists and propagandists went in essentially and dummied the data. They made fake data travel between the Trump or Trump organization server and this Alpha Bank server, and then dummied up a report and then sped that off, sent that off to people within our national security state and people in the media to try to make it look as if it was real. Here's what's crazy. These included tech mogul Rodney Jaffa, people at Georgia Tech, and a guy at a firm, a data firm known as Zetalytics. Why were all of these people involved in faking up this data, in making it so false? And there was even a researcher, by the way, and The Federalist has done great reporting on this, and uh, Margot Cleveland specifically had the exclusive, that one of the researchers, um, and I believe he's from Georgia Tech, actually said at one point during this whole thing that, you know, guys, I I don't think this data says what you want it to say, Um, and yet you're claiming that this is some kind of secret communication, but it's not. This is just basic, you know, protocol uh, packet switching. This is not something that is any any kind of nefarious activity whatsoever. And yet it didn't matter. It didn't matter because they were not making these reports to provide technical truth or technical accuracy. They were doing so to cause an investigation to begin. And we're going to get into this in a second because we're going to talk about James Baker, the general counsel of the FBI, who was reached out to as part of this investigation. James Baker, what is he doing now? Oh, that's right. He's the general counsel of Twitter itself. Why is an FBI official, former FBI official from the Obama administration, now running Twitter? I wonder, at least their legal side, and I wonder if Elon Musk we already saw his, um, his comment the other day because Cernovich was posting about this. And Elon Musk says, doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. We want to get to the bottom of this. And Elon Musk, get these people out of your company. A CNN exclusive. CNN has learned that the nation's top intelligence officials provided information to President-elect Donald Trump and to President Barack Obama last week about claims of Russian efforts to compromise President-elect Trump. The information was provided as part of last week's classified intelligence briefings regarding Russian efforts to undermine the U.S. elections. I've been working on this story with Jim Shudo and Evan Perez and Carl Bernstein. We've all been working on this, and they all join me now. Uh, So let me start with my colleague Jim Shudo. Jim, walk us through what we've learned. 
I want to be very pre precise here. Multiple U.S. officials with direct knowledge of the briefings tell CNN that classified documents on Russian interference in the 2016 U.S. election presented last week to President Obama and to President-elect Trump included allegations that Russian operatives claimed to have compromising personal and financial information about Mr. Trump. So that's the clip right there. Jake Tapper, Jim Shudo, lying to the world about this dossier, spreading the disinformation campaign, domestic propaganda to the American people. By the way, that same Jake Tapper and Jim Shudo later received an award for that report that you just heard. It was completely false. It was part of the disinformation campaign, domestic propaganda. They received an award for it from the White House Correspondents Association. And I was in the room in 2018 watching them on stage get an award for disinformation and propaganda. That's who Jake Tapper and Jim Shudo and all of these people are. And don't you forget it. So we went all the way back to the past, but now let's bring it back to the present. We're going to tie it all together because what we've latest heard and the post millennial had the story, a Clinton connected lawyer indicted by John Durham for lying about Trump's ties to Russia. This is Michael Sussman again. So this is the current indictment that we're looking at. John Durham has indicted Michael Sussman, Clinton connected and Turi for lying about ties between Trump and Russia. What did he do? He texted James Baker, who I just told you about is now the general counsel of Twitter. But back in the day, James Baker, 2016, James Baker was the general counsel for the FBI. And, you know, I guess when you're one of these Clinton-connected lawyers working for Perkins Coy, you can just text on over to the general counsel of the FBI. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? Somebody's bothering you, you just text over the FBI, right? Hey, 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 I got some, you know, my neighbor's, um, you know, my neighbor's, uh, you know, uh, partying too loud or something. You know, James Baker, go do something about that, right? No, that's not for you. That's not for you plebs. But here's the key. When he texted James Baker, he lied. He lied because he said, I'm not doing this on behalf of a client. I'm doing this out of patriotism, for love of country, because I care so much about all of you. That's the indictment that's going through now. And that's going to trial. Because, of course, as you can imagine, a well-connected lawyer like this, that's a made man. When you're going after a made man in Washington, D.C., you're going to have the entire legal establishment against you, and you're going to have the entire media against you. So that's why the Durham investigation is not getting the press that it deserves. Now, do we think that this means that all the people, right, I want to be clear about this, that were involved in this corruption are going to face justice? I'll believe it when I see it, folks. But at the same time, I wanted to take a day and do this deep dive, and the whole team worked so hard to pull all of this together, all of those clips, all of this research, the video that you're seeing, to let everybody know what's going on with this. And maybe, just maybe, we ought to be paying it a little more attention. And so ends the human event special, the Durham investigation. Will Durham get to the bottom of all of this? Remains to be seen, but... The fact that this information is finally becoming public after years and years to the American people is fantastic. If you want more on this, by the way, go watch the fantastic documentary, and I'm in it, directed by my friend Amanda Milius, The Plot Against the President. What did we cover in this special? Crossfire Hurricane, The Steele Dossier, Alpha Bank, 
Rodney Jaffa, Zeta Lytics, Georgia Tech, Igor Danchenko, Fusion GPS, Perkins Coy, Michael Sussman. Ladies and gentlemen, this information is so important. So when you see people out there asking what's going on with the Durham investigation, what is that all about? Send them this episode, share this with them, let them know, look, this is real, it happened. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.